0: Peace, Power and Prosperity family, this is Amir, the Chicago Crypto Hustler, Bitcoin Blockbully coming to you once again with an early rise of crypto update. And we're going to be bringing to you and presenting to you the Token Taxonomy Act uh, delivered by myself with added commentary from Brother D. Duncan. Um, and what this is, is a bill that is trying to be passed through legislation. Um, what we're going to do is, I'm going to open this up, first and foremost, Brother D. Duncan, how you doing out there, my brother? On in the world? Oh, hey, we, the first thing that I believe that we have to come to a realization is that we have to have comprehension to even really know what's going on because you can look at it from an outside level or look at it from, from an inside level. And, you know, that's what brothers like me and yourself try to do is give them that inside look of what's really going on instead of looking at it from the outside view. So, um, before we get straight into the Token Taxonomy Act, it's a couple of stories that I wanted to bring to the family just to put on record um, that have. In a sense, it's easily, it's easily easy for me to segue into the token taxonomy app um, through these two stories. So the first one is pertaining to smart contracts and actual contracts. And the story was brought to us by, it was this coin telegraph, and it was dropped on the 8th. And it, um it is in, entitled Smart Contracts Are No Problem for the World's Legal Systems So Long as They beha- Behave Like Legal Contracts. So one would say, okay, what's the difference between a smart contract and a legal contract? A contract is a contract, right? Contract makes the law. Um, let's go into the story. It says cryptocurrencies have been a headache, if not a nightmare, for the law. Yeah, they've been giving the law a, a, a run for their money. Um, And uh, I believe it was Brother Coleman, crypto pimping, that first shared. He's the first person I see say that cryptocurrencies will not bend to the law. The law is going to bend to cryptocurrency. When I seen that, that was a very powerful statement because, I mean, it's just code. You're not going to get... And then it's, it's damn near like its own entity. But anyways, um, that was a rough statement. So we're going to get into the fact that laws are now being put in place to circumvent or go along with cryptocurrency as it is. Um, ever since Ross Albrecht, launched the Silk Road online marketplace in February 2011. Bitcoin and its ilk have been distributing the ability of authorities to police the globe and to ensure that norms, regulations, and laws are being observed. For a while, it was believed that some, by some, that smart contracts, essentially if, um, if then instructions written into and executed by by blockchain, would do something very similar to the law itself. Coming into potential conflict with the globe's legal systems and their jurisdiction over our behavior. Very strong statement. Very strong statement right there if you really comprehend law and how it's grabbed a hold of everybody. Um, However, in a blog written toward the end of January, law professor Gisela Rule argued that smart contracts don't necessarily conflict with traditional contract law. And that international law, specifically the European Union's Rome One regulation. Remember, we are under the uh under the submission of Rome. <laughs> uh and it, like when you read certain stuff and you got certain like foreknowledge, when you read it, it means something totally different from it. Because anybody else will just ran through that like Rome One regulation, like nah, like complete power. Um, but it applies to them. This was a rare affirmative statement that blockchain based contracts can be seamlessly integrated integrated into the globe's existing legal frameworks all without there needing to be a significant overhaul of said frameworks. But, while other legal experts agree with rules overhaul analysts, some questions whether it's still too early in the life of smart contracts to conclude that they won't cause problems for the world's existing legal frameworks. What's more, international law encompasses more than just the European contract law. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, While even within the UE, there's still the question of how individual member states will interpret and enact the Rome 1 regulation. I'm going to tell you something that's real, real interesting about that brother Duncan and family. I promise y'all, I have not read this article yet today. Every time I bring y'all an article, it's fairly new and I'm just reading it for the first time along with y'all. Since yesterday, but I opened up and actually shared a picture of it today. I have a um, contract law, selected source and materials, and Today, when I started reading, no, yesterday when I when I first opened it up and I was picking the uh, chapter I was going to go to, I was um, reading over the principles of European contract law. That that's that's kind of uh, that's funny. That's funny. This is um actually a book that holds uh, several articles within the UCC Unified Com- uh, Commercial Code uh, book. It got Article One, Two, Three, Nine, uh, Commercial Paper and secure Transactions, which I. I sug- highly suggest anybody within the cryptocurrency world go read UCC Article 9 Secure Transactions. Definitely a very interesting read. Um, let's see. Moving right along. Smart contracts are legal contracts when they're legal contracts. Okay, I, I, I see the parable. I, I, see the, I hear the parable. I, I can agree with that. Um, the main claim put forward by Rule in, in her blog was that smart contracts are subject to international law with the Rome 1 regulation being the piece of law that determines... The legality of all civil and commercial contracts in the UE. More specifically, she contends that Rome 1 is capable of assigning smart contracts to particular national legal systems, something that will obviously be useful in cases where it's not immediately clear where a smart contract has been in operation. Um, And this must be a quote, it will usually be possible to assign a smart contract to a particular legal system because the Rome 1 regulation does not rely on the place of formation or the place of performance to determine the applicable law. Meaning that it ain't about where you're from, no, it ain't about where you're at, it's where you're from. So Rome 1 basically says they dictate law, it ain't everywhere that they go if anybody could read between that. Um, But it resorts to connecting factors, namely party choice and habitual residence, which work reasonably well in a globalized and digitalized society. For the most part, other legal experts concur with the main thrust of her analysis. Stefan Meyer and Martin Eckert, blockchain legal experts at the MME law firm in Zurich and Zug, tell Cointelegraph that assuming smart contracts are actually contracts in a legal sense. Then international legal frameworks such as Rome 1 regulation do obviously apply to them. That's interesting. Um, Professor Rowe has correctly stated that the Rome 1 regulation applies only to contractual obligations in a legal sense. They say via email. Therefore, the decisive uh, question is whether a smart contract can be a contract in a legal sense or not. Pointing out that, and, the, and and the reason I'm going over this, right? Okay, it has absolutely nothing to do with price action in a sense. So it has nothing to do with y'all filling y'all pockets up. It has more so to do with allowing you to see what the advancement of these cryptocurrencies and this technology is versus just you being able to go buy and sell them. Because I think having a comprehension level of, what you're really buying into may help you in the long term for those that are actually looking to the next 100 years and want to pass down any type of digital generational wealth to their children and grandchildren. I think having an understanding of these systems will actually help you in the decision making process of which cryptocurrencies to go after versus which candlestick is higher. You know what I mean? Um, moving right along. Uh, What did I leave off at? Duh, 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 duh. Pointing out that in general, a smart contract is a computer program recorded on a distributed ledger system executing predefined functions. Meyer and Eckert nonetheless affirm that three different kinds of smart contracts can be distinguished from a legal perspective, with the first two kinds being subject to the Rome 1 regulation. You need to work look up the word subject in the Black Law Dictionary so you have a a, a legal definition of what that word means. Um And potentially other instances of international law, because everyone over here is subject to the laws of the United States Constitution or the Constitution as it was written. So just look up subject one smart contracts of which the code directly represents the content in terms of the agreement. In this situation, the smart contract is a direct manifestation of the legal contract, meaning that. It was forged or birthed out of the legal the, the legal contract from which it came. So the legal contract and then the smart contract came in after. Two, you have smart contracts that intended to execute bilateral or multilateral contractual agreements made completely or partially outside of the blockchain, in writing, orally, or by contract. And that sounded something uh, similar to like almost like an escrow. Uh, Brother ducky you still with me? Yeah. Um, in other words, a smart contract is legally enforceable. If the terms of a legally binding contract are directly written into it, or if there is an agreement between the relevant parties that is intended to uphold and execute such a contract, otherwise, smart contracts are just programs, not qualifying as contracts in a legal sense. Which means the legal framework, such as Rome one Regulation, do not apply to them. Nonetheless, um, this is a long ass. Let me see. I don't even know if anyone want to hear all this shit. Da, da 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 international and national law. So, in a nutshell, family, basically what they're trying to get at is, will we'll, we'll 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 use tort? We'll use a tort claim, for instance, right? Versus you having to go through the rigmarole of a back and forth thing with you know the defense versus the prosecutor and having the judge be the um, the law of the land, if there was a smart contract or any type of contract put in play beforehand, I believe the smart contract would set precedence because it is a automatic algorithmic function that functions without any type of human interaction. Whereas any type of mistake on anyone's side could not have been made except then outside of that contract. So with that being said, whatever the smart contract would be would pretty much Trump, anything else in my opinion, in my uh, understanding of it, I don't know, but that's basically where we're getting at here. So um uh, Brother Duncan you got anything you wanna add on to uh how the smart contracts are being uh implemented with the with the law as it as it sits now. Brother Duncan you with me? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, you uh got anything you wanna add on to uh smart contracts um, as, as it relates to the law.
1: I foresee I foresee something happening with um smart contracts both on the international scope and national scope in, in countries. Um, the need for attorneys to govern deals will go away. Mm. The need for escrows uh, to secure title to land and, and acquisition of corporations and businesses will go by the wayside all because of this mechanism called uh, smart contracts, um, title companies as well, because all of these things can be loaded and uploaded on a, on the blockchain and verified by the system itself, which those roles were previously served by longstanding entities. I mean, you want to talk about that. I'll give you an example, like Chicago title, mm-hmm. right? Big, mm-hmm. big company here in the U S. Um, if they have not, I think it will be in their best interest to, to try to find a way to own a smart contract company that's tied to the blockchain. If not, they will be phased out, just like a lot of other companies that are in that space will do the same thing. And so when you have no need for smart uh, for people to do those type of services, the, the question remains is what if then land? property is then uploaded and listed online on the blockchain, then you pair that with the smart contract closing mechanism. You don't need real estate agents anymore.
0: Mm. And you see the domino effect? Yes sir. Yes sir. And it is <laughs> is <laughs> hey, this is that's the we'll look at that as the uh as the macro, and I'm gonna tell you the micro with that, right? Because that's, that's on a serious level of you not needing human interaction. And it's almost how I said earlier, how this thing is almost like an artificial intelligence and it's its own entity. Because whereas you used to need that, that person there, that human, to facilitate this, that, and the third, they now knocked that out the way with this thing we call blockchain and smart contracts, correct? So much like how now within these, some of these fast food restaurants, you don't need a cashier. You go in there, you press a button, you order what you want, you either mechanically with your digital... um. Pay card, metal card, yeah. i.e., credit card or debit card, pay for your your your. Now, with the thing I think that they haven't figured out, are like Mickey D's and, and and Murder King and all that, is um. Murder <laughs> King. I meant I meant to, I meant to say uh, Ronald McFilthy, but uh, um, the thing they haven't figured out is how to get that food made autonomously. And I ain't even gonna say they haven't figured out; they just haven't implemented it yet. But almost like on a smaller level of the fast food restaurant, now they got the drink machines, whereas they have the automated where it's got all the drinks in one big container and you press the button and it look that's that's the micro the macro is the law being governed by AI the macro is your everyday life being governed by AI. man is this, this right here is serious definitely serious yeah. where this thing is going. Definitely but um moving right right brother Diaz so moving right along into the uh next story security tokens versus tokenized securities and always um, remember the thing we have to comprehend law is precise law is precise the way you state and format your words could mean the difference between two totally different. Um, what am I looking for? Uh, comprehension levels or even what you're saying in a legal sense. You know what I mean? So this right here is definitely something that I think we need to go over and this was brought to us by coin desk. Um, Released on the second, kind of old, but definitely nonetheless as important. And it goes on to say, we need to get more serious about vocabulary. God damn, that was a mouthful. I'll be telling you, I don't be reading this shit before I bring it to y'all, but that was a mouthful right there. Um, the crypto sector has earned a well-deserved reputation for obfuscating. Now let's see what that word means, because y'all already know me. I, Me personally, I don't know what y'all do. I don't like reading over words that I don't have a full comprehension of it then, because I don't have a full comprehension of the sentence if it's a word in the sentence that I don't know. So let's see what obfuscating means. Stupidity. Render, obscure, unclear, unintelligible. Okay, so dumb. All right, so the crypto sector has earned a well-deserved reputation for dumb, for uh, stupidity, with confusing jargon and the use of... You see how you you make something make more sense to you, family? By just figuring out what the word is and then substituting that word for a similar-like word. That way you can get more out of the sentence. But, um... For stupid and confusing jargon, and the use of terms for hype, or hype, for hype purposes, has not helped. How many blockchains have chains of blocks? Even the term crypto too is confusing, implying cryptography, which is about secrets, for public, transparent protocols. <laughs> I like where they're going. You also have noticed a proliferation, proliferation of the term of uh, security token. Proliferation, just so we're all on the same page. Rapid increase in numbers. So you'll notice a rapid, rapid increase of the term security token. Platforms are gearing up, issuers are doing their thing, and regulators are paying attention. Last week, I attended a packed event in London titled Security Tokens Realized. And I believe, hi, Mr. Duncan, hi. I know who was there, too. Um, in which speakers use the phrase to refer to a wide range of blockchain-based assets. The uh the event coincided with the publication of a consultation paper by the United Kingdom's Financial Conduct Authority on the classif- take, classification and regulation of crypto assets in general. Um in fact, Brother Duncan when when we get to the bill, would you like to read certain excerpt, excerpts out of the uh bill also along with me? Sure. All right. Go, uh you want me to send a link to you or do you, yeah, you Okay, let me get that sent to you real quick. I'm going to send it to you via uh, inbox real quick. Uh, if the family can, give me one second. Let me get this sent over to Brother D. Duncan. But um, de- definitely good information right now being shared. Family, if we got any comments, any questions out there, please, please don't hesitate to ask. Um, Even though I'm not able to read along with it as I'm reading, I believe uh, Brother Duncan, you are uh watching the uh, chat.
1: I can be. Okay. Let me uh, turn my volume up down a little bit so we don't have a right, right, reverb. All right, so I just sent that through
0: to your uh, through to you. I gotcha. All right. Let me get back over here to the story. All right, where we at? Whoop! Hold on. Where do we leave off at? Proliferation is where we left off at. There we go. So you'll also notice they over they overuse the term security token. Platforms are gearing up, issuers are doing their thing, and regulators are paying attention. Last week I attended a pack event in London titled Uh Security Tokens Realize, in which speakers use the phrase to refer to a wide range of blockchain based assets. And what this speaker or this uh person is speaking on is that she believes or he believes that they are erroneously using this term to almost like um What's a, what's a term that we use in general, but it really, really, really doesn't have a general sense? I'll think of something in a minute, but that's basically what she's saying. Like, y'all really using that in an incorrect... Okay, person. <laughs> Real easy. We'll use the word person, for instance. Individuals out there think that the per- word person just means one thing, meaning you and me. We're a person. But it's also, in all actuality and in a legal sense, incorrect. Person can mean um, anything from a corporation, an association, a partnership, in a state, a trust... And a number uh, of other things. You know what I'm saying? That's just the legal definition of the word person. So much like that, she's saying that they're using this not in the right legal framework. Um, the uh, story goes on to state, the event coincided with the publication of a consultation paper by the UK's Financial Conduct Authority on the classification of regulation of crypto assets in general. The authors reinforced the broad use of the term, defining it as any token that represents a recognized asset or investment concept. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again. They define it as any token that represents a recognized asset. What is a recognized asset, brother Duncan? Can you give us an example?
1: Recognized asset would be something like gold, Mm -hmm. silver, Mm -hmm. uh, any type of commodity, Mm -hmm. real estate, any type of paper asset. Those are all what you would categorize as a recognized asset. Exactly. Exactly.
0: And then we also have an investment concept, meaning they are allowing you, let's, 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 let's stop for a second and break down the word concept and what the word concept means. Concept means it has not been materialized yet. It's still in its manifestation. It's still basically in the ethers. So it basically ain't there yet. So they're allowing you to now tokenize ideas, which damn that a whole crypto space is. Little do people know, Brother Duncan. A lot of these coins, just great ass ideas. Ain't no implementation. But then we look at Pundi X, something like that, there is not, I'm telling y'all that's right now, there is not that many tokens, I, I, like honestly, man, I'm trying to think who really, really, really has a product out there, who really, other than like, okay, Ethereum, you can build stuff, for, okay, that's up and running, but I'm talking about a product that is going global. Um 10x, they, 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 uh, CEO went down and got charged with all type of fraud, so their card is over with, so they don't count. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I can't really name one who's doing anything on the level of Pundy X, but, um, just allowing you to tokenize both physical assets and non physical assets is something that I think we need to grasp our mind around and really comprehend what's going on because you could have ownership or control over said valuable items, and you may want to tokenize them. You know what I mean? What's stopping you from tokenizing and throwing your... your, your not even that. You can tokenize your intellectual property. A lot of y'all don't even know that. I'm going to stop right there, though. Um, But we should be careful. Often when we say security token, we mean tokenized security. Both are compelling concepts, but they are not the same thing. Using them interchangeably is both confusing and misleading. That's the biggest one. It's misleading because Almost like the terms that we use today, um, when we are speaking in a court of law, tort, contract, whatever the case may be, the language ain't the same language as they taught y'all in school. So you know, I think that man, I'm loving the way this this, this story is going because it's exposing a lot more so than what they're just speaking about. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, let me see, where do we leave off? Uh they imply different constructs different investors, and potentially different regulation, and conflating the two isn't doing justice to either. Um, So, what really is the difference between a security token and a tokenized, I already see it, a tokenized security. Ha. <laughs> okay, in the first uh, instance, token is the noun, and security acts as the adjective of the qualifier. It's Man, I love this uh, speech shit. Uh, it's a new yeah. technology, hey, because it, it when you really go back and... and now, I'm going I'm to I'm show something to y'all in a minute. It's an old test that came out that me and my son is taking right now from like 1985. And the questions they got on there, I guarantee the average adult right now cannot answer. This shit crazy. But um, I'm going to bring it up at the end of the build. Um, Let me see. So remember. Remember what a noun is. Remember what an adjective is. You got to gotta, gotta really, really go back into grade school to figure out what's going on. Because as we get older, and this is just the way that they teach us. We don't comprehend that they really run over things, a crash course, just get you to answer whatever, 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 so that you know it for that momentary, and then you can really easily forget of it. Because a lot of us, if I've used words like conjunction, adjective, a lot of us wouldn't really be able to give the actual definition of what those words mean. And I was once one of those people as a grown-up, you know what I'm saying, couldn't get the definition till I start researching words, terminology, etymology, and I'm like, damn, we really don't even know what the hell we be saying out here. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um... In the instance, a new um, technology aspect is or should be the main focus. Some tokens are classified as securities, others are not. And some are so new in concept that regulators struggle with which rules to apply. Um, I remember when I first got into cryptocurrency, and I I may still have the law, but I, I was reading the Virtual Currencies Act. And back then, when you look at their guide, the FBI's guide to... Gambling with digital or virtual currencies—they were like we have at their direct quote was we have as yet not. They said something like like we don't know yet. Like there's nothing right. we, we haven't. Don't have the system's blessed to deal with that. Right, meaning it's lawless. Meaning there is nothing governing it. Like you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. So that's um. It's, it's it's real funny when we're reading right now that it, even now in the day of tokenized securities or, or security tokens, they're sort of like throwing it up for a toss. Like, shit, what is this? You know what I mean? Um, right. You wanted to add anything, Brother uh, Duncan?
1: No, go, go ahead. Go right ahead.
0: Okay. Using them interchangeably is both confusing and leading Uh, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Oh, okay. We could have went through all of that. Uh, okay. A token that pays out dividends, right? Now, some tokens are classified as securities, others are not, and some are so new in concept the regulators struggle with which rules to apply. A token that pays out dividends, a security, a token that confers access to content. Hmm, not so clear. So, what are some examples of a token that confers access to content? Um, Steam, uh-huh. we'll use Steam for instance. What is Steam? Is Steam a security? I mean, at the end of the day, it's just connected to a social platform that you're allowed to. I mean, it could be worthless. Yeah, you can give it to people for their um, posts and whatever else. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, that doesn't exactly give it any type of value. You know what I mean? That's like if Facebook was to make a Facebook coin, what, what the hell would give it value? What would make you want to go and give Federal Reserve notes for this Facebook coin? At the end of the day, it just confers access to the content that's on Facebook. We get where we're going with this. So in the second, there are obviously securities. The function is the same as off-blockchain assets. They just run on a different technology. This makes their regulations easier. As financial authorities around the world have pointed out, the technology is not the focus, and I've said this, plenty. the use case is, in a traditional, remember, it's not the technology, family. It's what the hell is the, the operation of this technology. In a traditional security that is traded differently, is easier to categorize and understand than a new type of asset that is making us rethink old definitions, And that's what's giving, the man, that's what's giving these old legal heads the flux right now, bro. As far as them implementing any type of new law, like they can't get out of their way of thinking of how old law, because all law is based off Christian theology, all law, contract law, everything. And for them to get out of The state of mind of what this, and it was based on American jurisprudence, which came from (laughs) jurisprudence, which originally came from the Moors. Um, I had to add that in. Um, But for them to try to have to tweak that now to this new, because like I said, this is artificial intelligence. It also grows with an intelligence, and it also makes us rethink the ways we are doing things. You know what I'm saying? Exactly right. Exactly right. And that's what we're seeing right here. They're like, well, shit, Mm -hmm. we can't. Man, let me go on. Um, If we keep calling them both the same thing, we are doing each a disservice. Taking it a step further, tokenized securities are putting a new wrapper around a familiar asset with a view to broadening the market and enhancing liquidity. It's not so much a new product for the regulators as it is a new distribution channel, which is much easier to approve. Security tokens, on the other hand, are a new product. The challenge. Hey, yeah. Pay attention now, peep game. The challenge for regulators and investors is much greater in that the ramifications and the risk are harder to figure out. This is not to belittle the innovation behind tokenized securities. On the contrary, their relative simplicity, the shit is not hard, means that we are likely to see many enter the market in the short term. Ha <laughs> ha, Brother Duncan. And while supply is likely to outstrip demand, at least at first, Their trading will help investors and regulators to get familiar with the blockchain-based markets. So they basically got to open the door and let these things come in in order – because you can't do any type of research on something that has not yet manifested. You can't be like, okay, we're going to pass a law on this, that, and the third, and you don't even know how it's going to react. So they have to let these things go willy-nilly wild west in order for them to then do data on it and then create the laws wrapped around the way that these entities operate. Okay, pause right there. So
1: let me let me feel fill in what you just said. You, <laughs> you know what twenty seventeen was?
0: What was twenty seventeen, my brother?
1: Okay, so if if we go back and look at the chart, I believe Bitcoin was around five hundred which makes five hundred and seven fifty uh Q two of this of last of that that year. Then we get into Q three, Q four. That's when we saw a parabolic move to the upside, almost to Mm
0: $20,000.
1: That is exactly what you just described, Mr. Amir, is that we had a test run of the system Mm. because it came to a point where so many people were onboarding in Bitcoin. If you remember that it would take hours to clear the blockchain. On Bitcoin. Yes. You guys remember that? Yeah,
0: I I remember remember? when it was clogged. I got live feeds of watching it because you used to be able to, you can still do it. You can go look at the clogs and how many unconfirmed transactions there are on the blockchain. Yes, sir. I remember that, my brother.
1: Right, right. So since that time, (coughs) the market went bare, every major uh, crypto on the top, top, most of the top 10 cryptos have been, Quietly developing faster hardware. Why are why 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 are they doing that? And all the while, you're starting to hear from government. You're starting to hear from the private sector. Mm, Sto. That's Sto. That's, STO, mm-hmm. Sto. Then you look at your commodities, right? You look at your hard assets. I said this in a post yesterday reading the tea leaves, I really believe that all commodities will be tokenized. Hey, not just commodities,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm gonna break one down even further down for you, Brother Duncan. Yes, and, yes. And, and, and this is not to be scary or anything like that, family, but when we look at the amount of debt that the world is in and how they have already numbered each and every human being as a corporate entity, being your social security number in the UK, I forgot the name. Man, they got the numbers everywhere. But don't don't think they're not going to then tokenize, i.e., property, which is you, in the in the near future, and 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 allow it to, um, be a form of citizenship. <laughs> what your, what's your token number? Don't think that shit ain't gonna happen, family. They're gonna. I'm gonna tell you what they're gonna do. They're gonna test run it on the inmates first. I'm gonna leave it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop there though. I'm gonna stop there. Go ahead, brother Duncan.
1: Yeah, so I, I was just—that's very interesting that you, what you just said.
0: <laughs> hey, look, the way my mind worked, brother Duncan. Hey, they not—I <laughs> need to stop it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I really, really, really need to stop.
1: Yeah. So, so you know, to go back to what I was saying with the with the test run, um, they 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 found the flaws in the system, which was capacity. And, and they ran into scaling issues. So you have all of these new technologies, the Lightning Network and Casper for Ethereum. Um, you have X-Ray now for Ripple. And all, all of these, these things to speed up the transmission of transactions on these blockchain. Well, what, what will make them, motivate them to do this? because i believe that was a beta test of the system mm. Okay. Interesting, i interesting. really do i really do believe 17 was a beta test of the system we're going to see another test of the system going into 2020 to the to the upside and i believe you know based on the amount of infrastructure that's being developed i really on the blockchain side, mm-hmm. it's all digital infrastructure that's, that's being implemented, right? Right. We're talking faster hardware, cheaper hardware. Uh, we're talking about, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll use Pundi as an example. You know, the mining rigs is, is really the problem with Bitcoin. You have to use these supercomputers.
0: Right. You know, there
1: are other companies out now that are using nodes instead of mining rigs because they're more efficient, they're faster, they process transactions, and confirm, confirm transactions at a much faster speed. I, another example is Binance Chain. I was watching CZ the other day, and CZ said wow, really? that one block confirmation, yes, mm-hmm. one, one block confirmation will take one second. One second to confirm a block on the, on his on Binance Chain. Brother, that is, I've never heard that in crypto. Mm. The type of things where you get to that l- where you can confirm transactions in one second, second—that that's, that's called mass adoption type te- technology and hardware. And so that's what's happening. This is why folks, family, we have not seen a bull run. Because the people that control this industry called blockchain have all been behind the scenes developing better and more efficient technology to help scale in mass adoption. Did did y'all hear
0: what what he just said? I I hope they can hear you clearly. I hope everything is coming through clearly. Um... Thank you, thank you, thank you, Brother Tim, Brother Kyle. I mean, Brother Lyles. Peace, peace, peace. Grand rising to everybody. I'm glad we are all tuning in and catching this game right now. Did y'all hear what Brother Duncan just spoke on? If not, this, this this is going on the podcast, New Money Matrix podcast. You will be able to listen to this later on for those that are listening in. But this right here, the man, the future. And it's not even the future. There's nothing but the now. That's the thing we... we we really, hey, we really need to quit saying that, oh, in the future, man, ain't no future. It is only ever the now, family. And this is what's going on right now. Let me show y'all something. This this, this even goes along with what I was speaking on with the uh, tokenization of humans. For those that are uh, out there, my security party creditors, for those that know what the birth certificate actually is, check this out. Uh, hmm... So check this out and tell me they're not, not going to be, um, here we go. Tell me they're not going to tokenize each and every one of your offspring. For so those that have really done the research on what the birth certificate is and it's always Chicago and Illinois is at the forefront of these things. So what does that say, brother Duncan? If you can see, uh, on the screen, if it's come up, yet, maybe a little bit, screen. yeah, it may be a little bit late. Um yeah, for, just give it a second. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all exactly what it says. Illinois launches blockchain pilot to digitize birth certificates. Stop it. What? Come on, man. I don't play with this shit. <laughs> hey, hey. I don't. I don't play with this, man. I'm telling y'all what they have in play here. I'm, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send you some some reading material on the birth certificate, brother Duncan. But uh, for those that don't know, like if you can ask my uh 12 year old son, ask him what a birth certificate is. He gonna tell you real quick. It's a warehouse receipt. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> you are you are property. You did sign a certificate. When you do the Black Laws study on what a certificate exactly is, it provides a certificate of ownership. So you signed a certificate, and whatever. Um, but uh, going right along though, um, back to what we were talking about, security tokens. <laughs> so, so what what are y'all going to be? Y'all going to be security security tokens, and tokenized security? Man, this shit is deep. Oh man, um. Get right along with the story. Let's keep it crypto, though. Where did I leave off at? That's when the validation. Well, that, that's
1: the thing uh, that there there is a difference, right? Mm-hmm. The the cryptocurrencies and security tokens are not the same. Exactly. They're not they're not synonymous at all. Exactly. This is something um, to where, like you were saying, the, the government government understands right that they cannot control cryptocurrencies facts right right so why would we try to play in that pond when we have all of these stocks and all of these paper assets that's been doing us so well in their minds for so many years why don't we just create a system that we can control security tokens so this gives a company like tesla procter and gamble Mm -hmm. johnson and johnson Mm -hmm. uh amazon google microsoft all of the fortune 500 companies that are listed on the dow jones on the nasdaq all of these stock exchanges right they can now come over and have an an sto offering which is just like an ico but they own it they meaning the securities uh, exchange commission owns the the right to regulate the, what goes on with these talk to, these tokens and so the this is the reason why we have again no trajectory really in cryptocurrency is because everybody's waiting it seems well, not everybody let me let me rephrase that america is waiting on security tokens, mm-hmm. the rest of the rest of the world is moving at lightning clip speeds against America when it comes to dumping the U.S. dollar.
0: Yes, sir. The petro,
1: the petrodollar. How do I know this? You can look at Venezuela; they have their own crypto for their country. It's nationalized. You can look at Dubai; is is creating their own digitized version of of the. The Dubaian the dollar over there. Mm. You can also look at Iran. They just launched their own cryptocurrency that's backed by gold. I mean, the case the case studies go on and on. If you're paying attention to what's going on in the news, you know I don't watch news every day, but I do look for earmarks. And one of the things that I'm I'm watching very closely is the nationalization of countries' dollars, meaning they're moving away from. P- paper money and everybody's jumping into, especially the sanctioned countries of the mm, world. They're jumping into digital dollars.
0: Facts they get, man. They fa- hey, this right here. People don't understand what this is, brother Duncan. Like this is freedom. <laughs> this is sovereignty. <laughs> this is the yeah. true definition of being one's in one's proper person and being right. able to operate and do commercial transactions outside the jurisdiction of anybody.
1: Right. See, see, people don't understand. What, what would motivate, think about it, what family, crypto family, everybody that's listening, what would motivate a nation, a whole country, to dump paper assets, to dump dollars? I'll tell you simply this. It's because they don't own it. Facts. It's run by a banking Facts. cartel. Facts. And so when you don't own your own currency as a country, And they levies these sanctions and most people don't know what a sanction is. Basically, a sanction restricts you from commercial trade.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It it
1: restricts you from participating in the global market space efficiently, right? There's a whole bunch of hoops that you have to jump through. It quilts or chokes your economy so that you cannot realize uh, growth every year annually, right? And it's all because of these paper dollars. Who owns these paper dollars? It's the Rothschild organization over in Europe. The Rothschild banking family runs that whole economic central bank system. So you have these sanctioned countries saying to hell with this. We are going to digitize our money and get from underneath this craziness. And we're going to participate in global trading. Mm. what does that do for those countries now that they can trade globally their gross domestic product begins to increase now that they can participate in the global markets now they can develop new technologies these are things that the west does not want to see happen in these areas because most of the reason natural resources are in these areas that they no longer can control this is what it all goes back to it's the control of resource.
0: <laughs> hey. Hey, man. You either going to be with this or get ran over. I promise you. Yeah. People are going to be living in a stone age, stacking them pieces of paper up, bro. Yeah. Like, you're going to be hot. Look, and I'm going to keep pushing this. If you have, if you guys are bringing new, new, new life into this world. Get them a digital wallet, start stacking their digital wallet. It's cool to get them a bank account, but I doubt there's gonna be any type of central bank in the next eighteen years, family. I'm gonna be honest with you. Well, I mean,
1: I just posted an article before we started this uh this this live that the Rothschild family just sold off their trust. What? They
0: haven't
1: they haven't done that since World War Two.
0: Somebody so, else. Question. Hold on. Somebody else just did the same. Thank you, brother Duncan. Thank you. Keep going. My fault.
1: No worries. So, you can go back to my page and look at the link is right there in my last post. Okay,
0: Believe let me go me grab it. that. Let me go grab that cuz that is um, key. So, they haven't done that since world one, world world one two, okay?
1: So, if the Rothschild sells off their interests in their banking system, my question is, wow what happens to the commercial banks in a in an economic collapse environment that's the that's the post that i just put right yeah, so buddy. If, the, if the if the bottom falls out of the banks and the stock market what's going to stop it this time there will be no bailouts nobody cuz man they just sold off they just sold off their interest in the banking system
0: Man, <laughs> hey, you, hey, I'm gonna be honest with you. You just fucked my head up with that one, brother Duncan. Cause, I mean, I, uh, uh, man, look, look. At, look at
1: look at what just happened with Wells Fargo. You think that just happened? Mmm. Wow. No, nothing just happens. We've never seen nothing like that before. all of a sudden, you you having Wells Fargo Bank since 2000 and has had problems with their image, with liquidity, with stealing money from their their clients. Yes. All all kind of lawsuits. Lady Warren on the Hill just just gave him a death blow about 18 months ago. Just tore up the CEO in front of Congress and the Senate. And ever since then, things have been all bad for Wells Fargo. Okay, so you had a lot of clients leave your bank. Liquidity is low, right? Mm-hmm. Now you enter into a bearish environment. Folks, make no mistake about it. Family, we are in an absolute bear market when it comes to stocks, bonds, mutual funds, equities, all of these paper asset classes, right? So, yes, this couple of days ago was no. That was just a, a telltale sign of how much liquidity that Wells Franco has.
0: That was a taste. Not,
1: it's not much. It's not much. There are people that didn't receive their direct deposits <laughs> from their paycheck.
0: And you want to know why, family. As I told you all in my book. Hold on. Let me... Oh, man. Go ahead, Brother Duncan. I'm going to bring an excerpt up out of my book. And I, I hope everyone out there could purchase a copy because I go in directly into this in my book. Go ahead, Brother Duncan. Let me bring this up real quick, though.
1: I, I mean, I'm just – this This is – what I am sharing here, family, these are not my opinions. right? I bring you the documented facts of these situations. Everything I'm telling you, literally everything I'm sharing with you right now, you can pull it up on Google – if from the Rothschild selling off their trust to Wells Fargo not paying their customers right to all the nationalized currencies that I was talking about all of that stuff is documented mm. it's not hyperbole so when you have this type of environment my question is what's gonna happen when the hammer drops mm-hmm If you remember in 2008, here's another example. AIG, the golden boy of all insurance companies in this country, came seconds away from collapsing. Now, who is AIG? That's the big insurance firm that most of the people on the Hill have insurance policies with. Okay, so we're not talking about a small firm. If the if there is no liquidity in the market to soften the blow this time,
0: that means the insurance company is gonna go under this time as well. Mm. Hey. Along
1: with the banks.
0: Y'all, y'all, do y'all hear this?
1: Along with the banks.
0: Do we understand what's being said?
1: So. If you, sit, if you think in 2019, if you have not retired and are on Social Security, if you think for one second that Social Security is going to be around in the next 20 years, if you think for one second that uh, government aid, as far as Section 8, and um, what do they call it, food stamps, mm-hmm. all of these things are going to be around. I got news for everybody
0: that's listening it's not it's not so let Sorry. me let, let me hit him with a little excerpt out the book uh family this is from the chapter bitcoin to genesis out of chaos comes order and I go on to Great state, title. <laughs> <Great title. laughs> hey hey I'll be hey look brother I wrote this book two years ago when I was like a baby did this stuff and the stuff that I wrote in this book I swear to god I'm like eh it ain't nothing but my mom." I, I knew more than I thought I knew. You get what I'm saying? Right. But um, right. I go on to say, Bitcoin was created in the aftermath of the 2008 financial crisis, where a number of banks and other financial institutions failed across the world and had to be bailed out by the governments and left us, the, tax pay, the taxpayers, to foot the bill. Yes, we were the ones who ate the debt once again. On um, one term we should be familiar with family. It's fractional reserve banking. Right. As a result of this, I mean, as an example of this, say you give the bank $10,000. The bank doesn't actually keep it all. It is allowed to legally spend up to $9,000 of your money and only keep $1,000. In the United States, the reserve requirement or percentage of net deposits the banks are actually required to keep in liquid financial instruments, which is all the – that's all cash. It's a liquid financial debt instrument. It's an instrument. Liquid means how many actual Federal Reserve notes are there. Free cash for withdrawals. Is generally 10%, fam. They only got 10% of y'all money in them banks, man. Yeah. So do your due diligence and research. Just for example, if a bank's net worth, right, is a million dollars, the bank only needs to keep $100,000 in cash on hand at any given time. (laughs) So basically, banks stay open by utilizing our money. So let's say, hypothetically speaking, if every customer at the bank where you bank at wanted to withdraw all of their money at the same time, it would be impossible because the bank doesn't have it. A bank can quickly become drained of all its liquid funds. Why not become your own bank? And family, this is an excerpt out of the book, The Puzzle, Revised 2.0. This is out of the uh, chapter, The Genesis. Bitcoin and Genesis out of Chaos Comes Order. If you haven't grabbed this book, you definitely need to. It's definitely got some jewels in it that once I reread the book myself, I'm like, damn, I, man, there's some jewels in here. <laughs> but, um... You know, family, that's how the bank works. These are facts. This is not opinion. This is not conspiracy theorists. Like, some people would think this is a conspiracy theory, but they're digitizing the uh, birth certificates in Illinois. But, um, no, these are just facts, family. Also, I just posted, Uh, I went to the page, the creature from Jekyll Island, a second look at the Federal Reserve. I suggest, and people looking at the card, it's $109, it's 34 Okay, get the audio CD for 18 bucks. Better yet, if you really can't find it, I will send you the PDF file for a donation price. So if you if you really want to get into this, this is definitely something that you want to uh check out. Um getting right back along with the story. Now, this one right here is definitely something I'm going to have to come back. I'm going to mix this in with another story. This Rothschild selling their trust services. Man, family, if y'all only knew how important like that's that's man, that's that's scary in a sense when you understand what what this system is held up by. Um, let me get get through with this story that we're going to get right over to House Resolution 73-56, family. We've been going on an hour. We haven't even got to the actual bill yet, but don't worry, it's coming. Um, drawing an analogy from the development of the Internet, token, these is jewels, though. It don't even matter. Like We haven't even gotten to the meat and potatoes. Um, token securities securities like the attempts to re- replicate print magazines online. Access was fundamentally changed and the content's reach was multiplied, but the format was similar. Security tokens are more like those applications that nobody could foresee. Snapchat, Twitter, Tinder, and connected dog collars that monitor your pet's finance. I mean fitness, excuse me. Both concepts are useful, but only one changed how we run our lives. Peep that. Dig that. Change how we run our lives. Man, that's, Hey, um, The same with blockchain-based assets. Both will transform market capital markets, improving inefficiencies and access, but only one will change what we understand capital markets to be. To give the concept of security tokens the support and space it needs, we should clarify what we mean by the term and stop lumping everything with security-like characteristics under its umbrella. Tokenized securities are already here and we are likely to see a lot of progress in in, in this front over the coming months. Security tokens, on the other hand, are still finding their place on the innovation scale mm. their needs only uh their needs are different from their more f- uh familiar brethren and the sooner we start separation separating the concepts, the sooner we can get our minds around the potential ahead so family that right there I mean just them two stories alone brought out a hour long conversation two stories that were probably five minutes apiece. you understand what I mean that's called building. That's all. That's, that's called creating a foundation with which you can stand on when you're able to get with individuals and build on such subjects like this. Um, music nowadays. If I don't listen to music and I can't go into a, a conversation like we just had about security tokens, about the music, I don't even listen to this shit because that means it has no substance. That one article we just read brought out so much su- substance out of me and brother uh, D. Like, <laughs> go fill your cup up, man. Yeah, No, fill your cup up Um, What we're going to do before we get over here To the Token Taxonomy Act Because I'm running up an hour on the uh, podcast already I'm going to end my podcast uh, real quick And I'm going to uh, start a new one And just connect it with the old one That way I can continue on with the uh, recording Brother Duncan, if you want to take over And um, feed anything to the family While uh, I uh, get this situated Sure Thank you First of all
1: Yeah, what what kind of questions do you guys have? If any, I'll
0: just pause for um, peace, 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 family. The New Money Matrix podcast coming right back. We are actually getting into the actual Token Taxonomy Act, House Resolution 7356. And um it's going to be read by I and Brother Duncan himself. Um do you have it uh pulled up on your end, Brother Duncan? Okay. First thing we're going to do, just to open up the doors to it, we're going to read a story that was brought by Forbes um January 10th. And it states, crypto startups are fleeing the U.S. This bill is trying to stop them. Just to give you a sort of an update or an a insight on the bill that we're going to be going over. Um, I wish I could make that little thing, damn thing disappear. Uh, anyways, um, in the fall of 2018... Republican Congressman Warren Davison was meeting with a cryptocurrency entrepreneur in Massachusetts. The CEO was deciding where to locate his startup, and they were discussing the regulatory uncertainties surrounding digital currencies and initial coin offerings. So that's good, dude. That dude got in his ear. Ha, I, already get, I dig this already, but, but he got in his ear like, man, look, it's billions over here, bro. You got to open the door. You got to open the door. I'm telling y'all what the conversation was in a nutshell. Um, the entrepreneur told, and I haven't read this yet, so let's see what, what they go going to say. The entrepreneur told Davidson, look, it's nothing personal. We just don't trust that you guys are going to get this done right. Wow. So we're feeling kind of Swiss. Mm, implying he might move to Switzerland That's a money move family I'm going to tell you what he definitely said to his face Look y'all might fuck this shit up So this billy, this billy that I got right here I might take this to Switzerland and do my business over there Because y'all don't know what y'all doing over here in the US That's what he told this uh, Republican um, But he said he's implying He might make a move to Switzerland A country with an arguably more business friendly <laughs> Approach to crypto regulation Meaning y'all can bring, bring y'all money over here We ain't tripping about where it came from Um, Over the past few years, most companies that create digital tokens and sold them through ICOs assume they wouldn't be deemed securities. But when regulators think otherwise, startups can face major legal trouble. As we've recently seen with the case of Airfox, Paragon, which Paragon did um, rectify itself and started shooting up after that, and Basis. In December, Warren Davidson introduced a new digital token bill aiming to kill the uncertainty and keep innovation inside U.S. borders. He he he's trying to keep those millions and billions of dollars that's ready to pour in within the US jurisdiction. And also notice family as I tell y'all I'm gonna keep telling y'all to pay attention to this, they state US, not USA. They're not gonna see USA really stated anymore when they speak, especially in commerce, because the USA has absolutely nothing to do with commerce. Only the US, which is the fictional entity. Yada 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 yada. But you're gonna just pay attention to that because it really makes it sense. Um, the SEC stance has caused a massive flight of startups to offshore jurisdictions, says Caitlin Long, a former managing director at Morgan Stanley who helped Wyoming pass new blockchain legislation last year. Hmm. L- lawyers left, excuse me, lawyers right and left were telling clients don't issue tokens to U.S. investors and don't domicile in the U.S. Putting a black uh, a black cloud over us. Um, Marco Santori former head of the financial technology group at law firm Cooley and current president of crypto company blockchain. Yeah, you see the transition he made. He was the head of this. Now I'm the president of this. I'm over here where it's, where it's really making sense. Um, Says the present regulatory environment was spawned mostly has spawned mostly a state of confusion among entrepreneurs. This is not a good place for American innovation and family when they speak like this. You gotta understand and comprehend they're talking about taking money out of this is what anytime we talk about this is not good for uh American innovation, American growth. They're talking about look, this ain't good economically, man. We already have many trillion in debt, and y'all don't want these people to let these billions come over here. y'all crazy um crypto investors also point to regulatory uncertainty as a cause of the crypto bear market in twenty eighteen a period where Bitcoin lost nearly seventy five percent of its value so once again the us uh regulatory frames to the rescue to f something up um if that's what if 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 that stands true now i'm gonna, i'm going to stop here and i'm going to say something that also goes to show the amount of power that one little country or one little jurisdiction let me not call it a country one uh jurisdictional entity has over the rest of the commercial world when it comes to cryptocurrency just like how we think that everyone is waiting for this 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 etf to be passed like Family, I keep telling y'all, ETFs and regulations have absolutely nothing to do with me sending money or Bitcoin in this sense from where I'm sitting at right now to somebody in Australia, Uganda, um, Asia, um, anywhere. Nothing, family. It has nothing to do with any of this. They're trying to, this is the cloak. This is the wall they're throwing over y'all's ass. This is only as it pertains to price. Action, the technology, Mm -hmm. cryptocurrency, being able to bank the unbanked has absolutely nothing to do with any of this stuff. They're trying to allow you or make you think that it has to do with family. That's one reason we're bringing this uh, information in. Um, In February 2018, Switzerland declared that some ICOs are not securities, drawing applause from industry veterans. Today, about four hundred and twenty and about four hundred and twenty crypto and blockchain startups have domiciled there, according to research by PwC and Swiss Blockchain Investment Group CVVC. Although the U.S. population is forty times larger, it has just twenty one hundred such startups. And, and wait, what? Forty percent larger has just okay twenty one hundred such startups. Uh, Angelus list and angel Angelist reports. In other words, for every 100,000 residents of each country, Switzerland has five uh, crypto startups, while the U.S. has only one. I think they kind of misquoted those numbers. I think they wanted that to be 4,200, not 420. Um, Let me, let me, because I'm like, yeah, so family, that was a a typo on their part. This should be, I believe, 4,200, and this is 2,100. So I'm going to read that again. For every 1,000, think about this, family. For every 1,000 residents. Switzerland got 5 crypto starters out here. We only got one for every 1,000. We 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 slow. Um let me see. Despite the US having close to 40 times its population, Switzerland has 5 times the amount of crypto starters per 100k. Um so Tezo, a blockchain platform founded in 2016 by two New York-based entrepreneurs, has its governing foundation headquartered in Switzerland. uh, Definity, a high-profile crypto startup whose CEO is based in San Francisco, is incorporated in Switzerland. Media-focused blockchain startup Singular DTV chose Switzerland as its home because it was the only jurisdiction. Remember, they call Switzerland a jurisdiction, not a country. You got to really pay attention to the words they use. It was the only jurisdiction in the world at the time, early 2016, that was actively working to understand blockchain technology and classify ICOs within its regulatory framework. CEO Zach lebou said um, he adds that since then, Switzerland has adopted a more U.S.-centric approach that has slowed blockchain development there. I and mean, that was probably from pressure. It came from pressure from somebody. OK, now we're getting into the meat and potatoes, what we're about to go into. Warren Davidson is trying to make the U.S. More, attric- more attractive to crypto startups. Before becoming a congressman in Ohio in 2016, the 48-year-old was an entrepreneur and owned a group of manufacturing companies. After he arrived in D.C., he noticed that ICOs were an often-discussed problem without a solution. And that's what you got to do in this space, this, this, this family. You have to identify problems and make a solution. You make a solution, you will be wealthy beyond your means. Um, a self-described tech geek. Ah, Davidson joined forces with Florida, Demo- okay, it was Florida, not Minnesota, as I told you. Um, He joined forces with Florida Democratic Congressman Darren Soto to release a bipartisan bill in December of 2018. So they just released this bill a couple months ago, the Token Taxonomy Act. Just a few weeks earlier, Davidson had created a stir by releasing a bill to fund President Trump's proposed border wall with public donations. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> With the Token Taxonomy Act, Davidson aims to amend the Securities Act of 1933 and the Securities and Exchange Act of 1934. The laws the government used to define securities to get the regulatory certainty that, a, that I feel like the market needs. The bill's primary goal is to define the criteria for when a cryptocurrency's initial coin offering is a security and when an attempt to exempt some of them from the malign designation. Listen and pay attention, family. Under the new bill, some of the criteria for exemption for security status are the blockchain platform the token runs on has already launched the token supply can be controlled by a single person or group of people once finalized. Transactions can be altered by a single person or group of people person and people being used here in the form of not pertaining to humans like you and I being turned uh, pertaining to corporations associations. Partnerships, um, trust in the states. And the token is not a representation of a financial interest in a company including an ownership or debt interest. Man, what was I reading last night? Of, uh, or, or revenue share. Oh, that was the UCC codes. Never mind. Okay. Real interesting. I mean, I'll I, I, I tell you, all read them UCC codes. Um, the stipulation about having already long, In fact, let me read that over. Let me read that over because that was powerful. Um, under, and pay attention, I'm going to try to break it down. Under the new bill, some of the criteria, basically some of what allows a security um, or exemption from security status, which allows a token or a entity to be exempt from being labeled a security, is that the blockchain platform the token runs on has already been launched. That's one, right? The token supply can't be controlled by a single person of group of people. That's two, right? Once finalized, transactions can't be altered by a single corporation or group of companies. That's three. This is what exempts you from being a security token. Pay attention. And the token is not a representation of a financial interest in a company, including ownership or debt interest or revenue share. That's four. Lucky number four. The stipulation about having already launched a product is important. I'm glad they said that because I was definitely um, peeping that. If you want to raise money to sell oranges, right, definitely like these analogies, and you don't own any oranges or an orange grove, that say security. Peep game. Family, this is the key. Davidson said, using a business example that served as a basis for the Howey test, which is definitely something y'all need to check out, the Howey test. Um, a Supreme Court president, the government also uses to help define security. But if now the oranges have grown and are in barrels, the oranges are no longer securities. That means if a bill moves forward, crypto startups would need to pursue traditional funding models like angel or venture investments to support operations before they've launched a product. So basically, peep this out. If I myself have access to said apples in my backyard and I want to tokenize those apples. Those apples are not securities and they do not fall under any type of security law. If I have precious stones, crystals that I want to tokenize, I can tokenize those and they do not fall under the Security Act if this bill is passed. The Token Taxonomy Act will be, could, would be a significant advance if it were to pass, says blockchain legislation advocate Caitlin Long. She sees defining the digital security as critical. And says the proposed bill follows the model set forth in Switzerland and Wyoming. It will provide a lot of clarity and ensure that the blockchain innovation stays in the US, which is what they're trying to do. These people are really, from an economic standpoint, what they're saying is that, man, y'all really effing this thing up with all these regulators. Y'all scaring the money away. That's basically what they're saying. Um, manager partner of crypto fund Multicoin Capital, which is a trust, this is, desi- this is designed to precisely help prevent things like Basis shutting down. Um, Hoboken, New Jersey based basis, closed its doors in December 2018 due to concerns this product would be deemed a security. They're scaring the money away. Um, Ari Lewis, a co founder of crypto fund Grasshopper Capital, who also consulted Ohio on his project to let business pay taxes in crypto. Yes, you're right. Says the bill doesn't change the fact that many of these tokens don't have a utility purpose today outside of speculation. That's what I was speaking on earlier, Me telling y'all that a lot of these currencies are just ideas. But one of the problems with the government is that they study everything to death. Kudos to Warren Davidson for trying to make policy change and make a difference. Pay attention to what they just said. I'm going to say that again. One of the problems with the government, government, govern your, men, govern your mentality, govern your mental, is that they study everything to death. Kudos to Warren Davidson for trying to make policy change and make a difference. At nine pages, Davidson's bill is short and narrow in scope, focusing primarily on the definition of a security. This could turn into a bill that would be very long, that would involve three or more committees in Congress, he says. By taking slices, not only do we make it easier to create regulatory certainty and go light torch on the regulation, we make it easier to actually move through Congress, which is all they're trying to do. They're trying to make this thing move efficiently and smoothly make it let's make it a smooth transition. This does not have to be hard. The next step is to the next step for him is to reintroduce the bill, a requirement given that a new Congress started on January 3rd. He expects to do that in a few weeks or a couple of months. And then the bill will go to the Financial Service Committee for review. What are the chances that it will become law and how long might that take? Davidson expects this to pass expects it to pass but decline to predict when. And Caitlin Long isn't banking on it. We're not holding our breath, she says. It could take years. So just keep that in mind, family. But I do think it's still something that we need to go over because this lets you into the mindset of the people that are dictating our realities and making law that which we have to follow um into um manifest into the reality that we're living. So what we're looking at right now, and this is on an official Um, In fact, I'm going to put the link for anybody that wants to read along and look at it themselves. I'm going to put the link in the actual uh, comment section. Let me get that real quick. There we go. For anybody that would like to take a look at it also, it has been uh, listed. Let me see. Let me make sure we don't have any questions, any comments. We are the early adopters. Definitely, brother. Hey, definitely. We are the early adopters. That's a fact. Um. First and foremost, let me thank everyone that's tuning in right now. We're going running in over an hour, over an hour. So I want to thank everyone that's tuning in with me right now, that's sticking to it, is really getting soaking up this information. Brother Duncan, I want to thank you for hanging in there with me, brother. I know it's earlier. Well, I know when we first started uh, speaking earlier, this rise, and it was, you know, you were two hours behind me, and we started anywhere from 6, 7 o'clock a.m. So Yeah, I, I'm, no worries, man. You know, um,
1: I like this because I know where things are going going i know where my schedule is going so i want to get content content in on the forefront of this year as possible because um we have radio shows that are coming up like national radio shows that are calling and trying to set up dates we have national television shows that are calling to have interviews and stuff so this is going places man and uh Brother Amir will be definitely one of the people I'll be calling to, to appear on some of this stuff.
0: Thank you, my brother. Thank you. I definitely appreciate that. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this thing right here. I'm going to open it on up. Um, and once again, we're looking at congress.gov. This is bill presented to 115th Congress. Um, this is H.R. 7356, better known as the Token Taxonomy Act. Um, the sponsors of this bill were Representative Davison or Republican Davidson, and, um, what was they? Nah, Davidson was, which one was which? What up, Martel? All right, give me a second. Uh, drink some more of that water. You ain't drinking no water. Drink some more water, because I know you ain't been drinking water at your mother's house. Um, let me see. Committee House, Financial Services, Ways and Means. Um, Lax action was on December 20th referred to the Committee on Financial Services and in addition to the Committee on Ways and Means for a period to be subsequently determined by the Speaker and in each case for consideration of such provisions as fall within the jurisdiction of the committee concerned, meaning falling up under um, the control of that said jurisdiction. So let's get into the text. This is H.R. 7356. To amend, and this is what it was meant to do. To amend the Securities Act of 1933 and Securities Exchange Act of 1934 to exclude digital tokens from the definition of a security. To direct the Securities and Exchange Commission to enact certain regulatory changes regarding digital units secured through public key cryptography. To adjust taxation of virtual currencies held in individual retirement accounts. I'm going to say that again. To adjust. Oh all right, well, I'm going to say that again. To adjust taxation of virtual currencies held in individual retirement accounts to create a tax exemption for exchanges of one virtual currency for another to create a demimis. which a dememis. What is demimis? means? Um, something small, not overly. Let me show you. Like I said, any words we come across, we're definitely going to take a look at. So we have a basic comprehension and knowledge of what we're looking at. Um, Okay, too trivial or minor. Like I said, something small. To merit consideration, especially in law. Pay attention. This is the thing, family. When we read these things and we don't even know what the hell these words means, you don't know how big or how small that would have been. So once again, too trivial or minor to merit even a consideration, especially in law. So when we're reading this, and we're saying to create a minor exemption from taxation for gains realized from the sale or exchange of virtual currency for other than cash and for other purposes. So you see how that just changed the whole definition of that sentence? Just understanding what the word was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, comprehension is key here, people. Comprehension is key. All right. In the House of Representatives, December 20th, 2018, Mr. Dot Davidson for himself. Peep gang for himself, and with Mr. Soto introduced the following bill, which was referred to the Committee on Financial Services, and in addition to the Committee on Ways and Means, for a period to be subsequently determined by the Speaker in each case for consideration of such provision as fall within the jurisdiction of the committee concerned. We're going to get into the bill and what they are asking to be implemented. Um, and once again, they go and they restate exactly what they're putting forth here. And they're asking that it be enacted by the Senate and the House of Representatives of the United States of America in Congress assembled. Section one. Say it again.
1: Can, can we pause for a minute?
0: Yeah, go ahead, my brother. You want to elaborate?
1: Let me let me let me bring out something that we might not be quite getting. Okay, go when ahead. When was the last time the the Securities mm-hmm.
0: Act of nineteen thirty three was amended? Nineteen thirty three. <laughs>
1: When did I? what did I just say that we're expecting to happen hey. an economic collapse that will be similar to 1933? So you're telling me that they're basically removing this act, and this will be the new bill that substitutes the 1933 Securities Act. Hey,
0: and what else did I say, brother Duncan? Crypto will not change. For the law, the law is going to change for crypto. Yes. Boom. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, yes. my brother. I'm gonna uh, pertaining to my son 19- real quick. Go ahead.
1: This this is just 1933 and 2019, family. Pay attention to what we're saying. It's coming. The hammer is coming. That's why they're doing all of this stuff now. Did the same thing in 33. Go ahead, brother.
0: No, you can go ahead and uh, keep implementing. I'm uh, taking care of my son real quick. Give me a couple minutes.
1: Yeah, so I just... Does everybody understand what what I'm saying here? If you're reading the bill, um, I think Brother Mir did put it in the uh, group chat for this particular live. Um, No adjustments have been made to this bill, to the Securities Act of 1933 like this, to make exceptions like this. So that tells me, look we we see the tea leaves we see what's happening here we need to enact something prior to the, the debacle that's about to take place I really I really believe this I really believe that they're making way for digital currencies to really flourish uh, I, I posted on my own um, page last this past week that I I've gotten confirmation that we um have people in congress and the senate that work in these capacities there are a lot of bills on the table right now all centered around cryptocurrencies and digital currencies to lax the laws of the of the u.s so that these things can be utilized without being hampered by things like having a um, money transmitter's license to do business as a regular business
0: in fact that that's wyoming that just passed that money transmitter license law was it not correct okay okay just making sure see, see
1: if you're not holding custody of somebody's crypto there's no reason for you to have a money transmitter's license Bad. because you're not fun- you're not functioning in the capacity of a, of a fiduciary mm. you're not functioning in the capacity of a bank mm. that's why they require those those money tra- money transmitters licenses
0: very good. Very good. So I am think it's about time for us to go ahead and get into this act, man, and what they're trying to pass. So Let's do it. Um, section one, short title, this act may be cited as the Token Taxon- Taxonomy Act. Section two, Securities Act of 1933, A, definitions of digital token, section two, subsection A of the Securities Act of 1933, 15, United States Code 77B, subsection A, is amended by adding at the end of the following 20. Digital token. The term digital token means a digital unit that a is created in one in response to the verification. And brother, brother Duncan, at any time, stop me and break down something that you may think needs to be put in layman's terms, please. Sure. OK, number one, a digital token. The term digital token means a digital unit that is a created in one in response to the verification or collection of proposed transactions. Bookkeeping accounting Two, persuade to the rules for the digital units creation and supply that cannot be altered by a single person or group of persons. Remember, person is corporate association entity. entity. There you go. Persons under common control or three is an initial allocation of digital units that will otherwise be created in accordance with clause one and two. So. Do we need to stop and break that down for anybody? Oh, that was pretty, uh... Let me see. That's pretty straightforward. Okay, moving into section B. A digital token means a digital unit that has a transaction history that is, one, recorded in a distributed digital ledger or digital data structure in which consensus is achieved through a mathematical verifiable process... Clause two, after consensus is reached, cannot be materially altered by a single company or corporation under common control. C, is capable of being traded or transferred between corps without an intermediary custodian. And D, is not a representation of a financial interest in a company, including an ownership of debt, interest, or revenue share. Oh, my, my. <laughs> you want to you elaborate on something, oh my Brother Duncan?
1: Ha <laughs> ha! They just they they're nailing the coffin and cash. I, I can tell you that right I, now. Hey, I told That's
0: you. Hey, I. I, I t- hey, look. Yeah. If this passes, I'm talking about the levees. The the dam is gonna. Okay, opening the floodgates is cool. That's what we're doing right now. That's what's going on. The floodgates are kind of opening. If this bill passes, somebody done went and put about five C4s on the side of the dam and just detonating them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm telling y'all what's gonna happen if this thing passes. Um, when
1: you understand what, when you understand what the word debt is, mm. do we understand what the word debt means? Interest or revenue share, especially debt and interest.
0: Go ahead and break it down that, for us, brother.
1: That that's that's these United States version of money. not a representation of financial interest in a company including an ownership or debt or interest debt interest debt interest, debt interest. there's no debt in it right mm-hmm. that's one of the beautiful, most beautiful things about crypto right there's no debt attached to it, mm-hmm. it can... that's why it does so well that's why it performs so well because there's no debt this is the thing. When you go back up and you read that they're talking about cash in here, this is all to amend or clarify that this is not cash. This is a digital currency that cannot have any debt allocation
0: mm. towards it. Mm. Keep going, bro. All right. Meaning, family, the cash that you got in your pocket is debt. I'm sorry to say it. You can go with and... and I mean, do anything with it that you can within the jurisdiction of the United States. But it, the, the, the simple fact is, it's debt. That's a debt instrument. Like it's yeah. But and cryptocurrency is not debt. I'm gonna tell you. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something funny, brother Duncan. When I look at cryptocurrency, you know what I almost look make what it almost appears to be to me? Secured credit. If you really think about it, if you really think about it, secure credit. Because it, it, it moves in a sense of, think of how credit works, right? Credit is the opposite of debt, correct? Yeah. Credit is the opposite of debt. Credit is non-tangible. It's only represented by a number. And you can secure credit with debt instruments, correct? That's right. So when we look at the purchase or the obtaining of a cryptocurrency using a debtor's note, you're essentially securing credit. Credit instruments. Hey, I'm going to leave this alone, man, because i got a whole other bill for that one. Um, so, definition of a security. Secure. Hmm. Uh, Section 2, subsection A1 of the Securities Act of 1933, 15 United States Code, 77B, subsection A1 is amended. Amended, meaning changed. By inserting subsection A after 1 and by adding at the end of the following, such term does not include a digital token. C, Exemption. Section 4A of the Securities Act of 1933, 15, United States, subsection 77, D.A. Now, remember, before it was B.A., this is D.A. Pay attention. We're changing it up. Is amended by adding the end of the following. Transactions involving the development. Hold on. In fact, let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back because I don't think anybody caught number uh, B. Definition of a security. Pay attention to this, family. Definition of a security for section 2A1 of the Securities Act of 1933, 15 United States Code 77BA1 is amended. Number one, by inserting A after one, and peep this out, and by adding at the end of the following for the definition of a security. Such term does not include a digital token. Did anybody catch that? <laughs> Did anybody catch that? Moving right along, exemption section 4A of the Securities Act of 1933 is amended by adding to the end of the following transactions involving the development, offer or sale of a digital unit. If the entity developing, offering or selling the digital unit has a reasonable and good faith belief that such digital unit is a digital token, just a belief, I believe this is a digital token, and... B, within 90 days following a written notification from the commission to such person or entity that such digital unit has been determined by the commission to be a security post public notice of such notification and takes responsible efforts to cease all sales and return all proceeds from any such digital unit, excluding funds reasonably spent on development of technology association within a digital unit. Okay, so for those that may not comprehend what was said. So they're amending by adding the following transactions involving. OK, so this is the exemption section, right? This is the exemption. They're exempting transactions involving the development offer or sale of the digital unit. If peep peep this now, meaning that let's just say let's just say an ICO collected funds, right? Uh-huh. And within those funds right there, they get they get looked at. And OK, look, you want to know what's exempt and what's not? Whatever you had to use for the development, offer, or sale of the digital unit, right, can be exempt. Remember, excluding funds reasonably spent on the development of the te- of the technology association with the digital unit. But you have to return, right, all proceeds from any sales of such digital unit, excluding that which you use. Man, it's real slick when you really get into the wordplay that they use because it is damn near be like, How do I put it? They're saying it's not trickery, but if you don't comprehend what you're wording, it seems like it's trick wordplay. Like, man, what do you mean excluding? But basically, they're saying, look, anything that y'all got that was extra other than what y'all put in to grow this company, all that extra shit, y'all got to get that back to the people. But what you did put in as far as helping develop the company, you can keep. We're not going to call that a security. But anything else that was left over, those are securities. Am I getting that right, Brother Duncan? Yeah. Okay. Moving right along. Section 3, Securities Exchange Act of 1934. Ooh. Ooh. This is... Hey, the definition of a bank. I'm glad we are getting into this. Because, look... Uh, We in
1: the tall cotton now, boy.
0: Hey, look. Look, because there's a lot of people talking about this thing is doing this and this thing is doing that. And I tell people all the time, like, do you know what a bank is? Do you know what, what... Like, do you truly understand and comprehend what this bank is? And in here... They're even going into amending the definition of a bank. So check this out. Definition of a bank. A. Section 3A6C of the Securities Exchange Act of 1934. Once again, 15 United States Code 78CA6C is amended. One. Hold on. Pause. Okay. Didn't we
1: just say the Rothschild sold the interest in the banking system? <laughs>
0: yes, we did, sir. Yes, we did. Sir. I, I, I just, I
1: just, I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> Didn't we just say they sold it? Psst, man, I, I promise you. I you know
1: when you, when see the details will tell you why they sold.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But
1: keep me, let, let's find out what happens to the bank
0: now. Okay. So the definition of a bank in Section Three A Six C of the Securities Exchange Act of nineteen thirty-four is amended by a certain Abended. amended meaning it's oh changed. By a certain or trust company, after Homeowners Loan Act, which you need to look up the Homeowners Loan Act, and by striking, receiving, receiving deposits, deposits or exercising fiduciary powers, and striking meaning they're taking this out. Family, listen to what I'm telling y'all. That's,
1: that's, that's out the door.
0: This that's is being out taken out of the definition of a bank. Receiving deposits or exercising fiduciary powers, which is, that's damn near the whole fucking definition of a bank. Right. And inserting, receiving deposits, providing custodial services, or exercising fiduciary powers. Now, do we see the trickery? Go ahead, brother. Pause. Pause. Pause.
1: Pause. Oh, God. Family, this speaks directly to... Custodial ownership Services Such as Fidelity Fact Um NASDAQ all, all of these Articles that we read In the tail end of 2017 And basically the Better part of 2018 Of these big corporations Wanting to come in And, and have custodial services The reason they didn't do it is because there was no law to support it and they didn't want to take the risk of doing or, or holding custodial services without something fundamental being in place to give them legal jurisdiction to do it this bill gives them the right to do this and act as a what
0: bank. the new bank mm. the mm-hmm. new bank
1: and I posted brother Mir, this week by the time you see crypto banks on the streets, it'll
0: be too late. Facts. Facts. It'll
1: be too late. It'll
0: be too late. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Moving along. The definition <laughs> of a security now. Oh, man. Hey, hey, this bill right here. These two cats, they, oh, man, they better, and they better watch out because these two cats. Alright, uh, definition of a security. Section 3A10 of the Securities Exchange Act of 1934. 15, United States Code 78CA10. The prior was 78CA6C. Now we're getting into 78C A10. Is amended. Pay remember, this shit gets a little tricky, family. By inserting A after one and by adding at the end of the following B. Such terms, meaning definition of a security, does and they're, they're saying this once again, does not include a digital token. Moving right along. Definition of digital tokens. Okay, so what is a digital token? Well, in Section 3A of the Securities Exchange Act of 1934, 15 United States Code 70ACA, they are going to amend that by adding at the end of the following of... Digital Token. The term digital token has the meaning given to it in Section 2A of the Securities Act of 1933. Clerical amendments. Section 3A of the Securities Exchange Act of 1933. 15 United States Code 78CA is amended by moving. Paragraph 79, so as to appear, pay attention to the wordplay, family, to appear, not to actually be, but to appear. You really, really, really got to pay attention to little subtle things like that because they mean a world of difference. But it's going to appear as if it's after paragraph 78 and by redesignating the second paragraph in 80 related to funding portal as paragraph 81. Now I know a lot of this probably don't make no damn sense to anybody right now, but this is why we have to read code regulation acts and statutes. So that we understand the shifting of sections, moving this here, moving that there, moving. The, you you got to understand it. We don't have enough time in the show. We're already going 40. I mean, we're already, what, damn near two hours in. Yeah. I want to thank you for hanging in with me, too, brother Duncan. I want to thank you. I want to thank everyone that's tuned in right now. Family.
1: Yeah. Thank you, guys. You just, if you. If. You, yeah, yeah, that means
0: you're hungry for information definitely 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 and for those that are tuning in if you uh so choose to also we do take donations in the form of cash app or cryptocurrency Anything allocated to myself in the form of a donation will be split down the middle with brother d duncan so um for those that do wish to donate, you can always donate uh via cash app a l a m i r a k or I have posted um Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum uh, addresses for those that wish to donate cryptocurrency and your donations are duly uh, appreciated. We do do appreciate it. Moving right along. Um, Where do we leave out at? Where do we leave out at? In fact, I'm going to have to come back and just do another build and really break down exactly what the United States codes is, too. I love law anyway, so it don't matter to me. Okay, so Section four, Invested Advisors Act of 1940. Section 202A2C of the Investment Advisors Act of 1940, United States Code 80B-2A2C, is amended by striking, meaning they're taking out, receiving deposits or exercising fiduciary powers and inserting receiving deposits, providing custodial services. They're taking out, exercising fiduciary powers. Well, no. They're taking out. What are they? Okay, they're adding. They're striking that and they're adding, providing. That's for the crypto. Okay, providing custodial services. Or exercising fiduciary powers Section 5 Investment Company Act Of 1940 Family This is what I want you all to realize We going back And we changing shit That's been in play 1940 2000 Almost 2020 What's that 80 years almost Damn there So 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 what, what Cryptocurrency has now done Has come and totally Disrupted Not only the The financial sector But the legal sector also because it's making us go back and change things that have been in play for, I mean, longer than I've been alive. Longer than probably many of you have been alive. That's one thing that we have to comprehend. Section 285 of the Investment Company Act of 1940 is amended by striking, receiving deposits of exercise or exercising fiduciary powers, and in certain receiving deposits, providing custodial services. Or, so what they're doing is they're adding, providing custodial services into each one of these acts um getting into stat- statutory control location requirement okay no later than 90 days after the date of the enactment of this act the commission shall amend section 240 15c3 of 3 of title 17 code of federal regulations and i um speaking on the code of federal federal regulations i suggest everyone go read 27 cfr 7211 and look at the definitions of such things such as a person That is in the Code of Federal Regulations. Once again, it's 27 CFR 7211. Um, But Title 17 or 17 CFR to provide um, that the requirement of a satisfactory control location is fulfilled by protecting a digital unit as defined under Section 2A of the Securities Act of 1933 through public key cryptography and following commercially reasonable cybersecurity practices. Hold on, I'm plug this up so this doesn't die on me. Give me one second, family. There we go. I'ma say that again. Um the CFR 17 CFR is providing the requirement of a satisfactory control location. Um hold on, let me read this over. To provide that, okay, within 90 days after after they pass this act, right? The commission is gonna amend the CFR to provide that the requirement. For a satisfactory control location is fulfilled by protecting a digital unit through public key cryptography. They're implementing this new commercial, these these commercial laws we've been following for so many X amount of years. They're going to be changing these things to implement and put in digital currencies, cryptocurrencies, digital tokens, STOs, um, tokenized securities and such. We're seeing a paradigm shift right in front of our eyes and we're not picking it, we're not catching it. Um. Section seven. Oh, okay. Individual retirement account investments in certain virtual currencies not treated as distributions. Hmm. What is a distribution in the legal aspect? I wonder. Let's see. Cause they're saying that they do not want this treated as distributions. Let's see. Okay, so according to black laws, the distribution in practice, the appointment and division under authority of the court of the remainder of an estate or of an interestate uh inter, yeah, interestate at the payment of debt and charges among those who are legally entitled to share in the same. I'm gonna say that again. What is the distribution? I told you. <laughs> I told you. Hey, once again, in practice this is why we have the family. This is one reason I do this for y'all. Because I know a lot of us are not going to go in and really, okay, distribution. Distribution means, no, nah, it doesn't. It don't mean the same shit as they told you in the Webster's Dictionary. Totally different. Distribution is the appointment and division. Meaning we're going to appoint and divide under authority of the court, the banker, of the remainder of the estate. And in an the estate after, after you've paid all your debts and your charges, among those who are legally entitled to sharing the same, or those who share that debt. So basically... Virtual currencies will not be treated as distributions. Mm, certain virtual currencies. So, in general,
1: hey,
0: I hope they catch it. We're going 44 minutes into the podcast. Um, we're nearing the end, family. This had, I'm talking about these last two hours. If you didn't catch these, you definitely want to go back and listen and watch these. Um, in general, Section 408M of the Eternal Revenue Code of 1986 is amended one in paragraph 3 a the heading of paragraph by striking and bullion <laughs> 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 look <laughs> <laughs> so look wait a minute <laughs> striking and bullion and inserting bullion in virtual currencies so wow wow so wow they're labeling they're putting virtual currencies up there with do y'all know what bullion is it's gold Man. Let's go. Man. So right now bullion is not treated as a distribution. <laughs> they can. Oh man. Uh in subparagraph A4 by striking or and in sub subparag- and, 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 and it's little stuff like that you really want. Oh my God. A by inserting or after futures contract. That's uh, that's seeing uh, subparagraph B and a lot of this you really got to go look at the law to see what we're reading on. But for those that that do any type of uh, of legal framework reading, anyone that goes to the law library and actually knows how to read how law is written, man, this right here is telling us so much. Um, section D by a certain after sub sub paragraph B of the following virtual. Okay, so they're inserting virtual currency and they're striking if such bullion. And in certain, the paragraph shall only apply to bullion, which, and by adding at the end of the following, virtual currency is defined. Man, for purpose of this subsection, the term virtual currency means a digital representation of value that is used as a medium of exchange and is not currency within the the meaning of section 988. Did Did we catch what was just said here? So they added at the end of the following, right? They added at the end of the paragraph shall only apply to bullion. Which, hmm. Section eight: Certain exchanges of virtual currency treated as non-taxable exchanges. Hey, they hit. I'm talking and about.
1: Then, and that's why. And that's why. And that's why. That's why, because <laughs> truly, truly, you don't. Have, there are certain things that you don't have to pay taxes on, and and and. Uh, um, when you're dealing with metals and you, you use cash, mm-hmm. listen to me, guys. I just went to a, a, a jeweler the other day, and they told me, if you don't use card and you bring in cash, there's no tax. In the state of California, when you buy uh, precious metals,
0: mm. that's
1: exactly the same thing that they're doing here.
0: Did y'all hear the did y'all hear what Mr. Duncan just said? Did y'all hear what Mr. Duncan just said? Let me go ahead and continue on. Let me go ahead and continue <laughs> on, man. This, Hey, this is amazing, boy. I'm talking about y'all just don't know. Y'all think y'all seen a bull run in 2017? Y'all, y'all ain't seen nothing. That was okay. That was cool. I mean, oh, I, I got to enjoy it. I was in it about $1,000 and enjoyed the ride up to 20000 but that was Cool. <laughs> That was cool. I, hey, I've seen rushes, boy. <laughs> hey, I'm not even gonna Uh-oh. start using my analogy. Um, so we ain't seen that. we ain't seen nothing yet, brother. Nah, I already know. I already know. Um, certain exchanges of virtual currency treated as non. Up, oh, hold on. Trying to get away from me. Non-taxable exchanges. Hey, in general, Section 1031 of the Internal Revenue Code of 1986 is amended, in the heading, by striking. Real property. Oof. Let me get my law book. Uh, I'm like man. Let me get, okay, I got a depth. Okay. They're striking real property and they're inserting certain property, family. Do we know what real property is in a legal sense, in a lawful word, in a legal ease? Do we know what certain property is? Do your research and due diligence, family. This is not, so real property, man. Oh. In subsection A.
1: Break it down, brother. Take your time. That Hold on, let me let me see.
0: Nah, you know what though? You know why we just moved and everything's packed. I got my UCC book, but I want Black Laws Edition, uh, five, and I don't have it next to me. So let's see. Should have went to ears Um. Okay, so real property, right? A term that is applied to land. And immovable property on land such as buildings right so they're striking pay attention they're striking from non-taxable exchanges real property and they're in certain certain property. so what is the difference now right well also oh, okay so what's the difference let's see oh no hold on wrong one let's see what certain property is. Hmm. Quasi property, huh? Almost or resembling, but not actually the same as these motherfuckers. Uh, it's a legal concept in which some rights similar to ownership may occur to a party who does not act with benefits society as a whole. And they define quasi as being almost or resembling, but not actually the same as a suffix term. Um, property laws give the owner of real property or personal property a bundle of rights for beneficial uses, such as the right to sell the property or the right to lifetime use. Of the property, and I know that that doesn't that really doesn't help any, but um, um, moving right along, we got 15 minutes left. How much more do I got to go through this? Oh, we almost to the end. Um, damn, where was I at? Okay, subsection A. There, by adding at the end of the new paragraph. Exchange of virtual currency, an exchange of virtual currency as defined under subsection 408M shall be treated as if such exchange were an exchange of real property under this section. So they are treating, I'm gonna say this again. Remember, they took real property out, they inserted certain property, and now they're saying the exchange of virtual currency as defined. Now, you what you got to remember now. They're not saying virtual currency as a whole. You got to go read as it's defined under section 408 m That's why the thing, that's, that's, that's the tricky thing about the back and forth thing about law and why a lot of people don't read it. Because it is a lot of back and forth. Okay, let me go and see exactly how to define it this word in this sentence because law is precise. It has to be precise. It can't just be a general. There's no such thing as being general when it comes to law. You got to be spot on point. And always remember, ignorance to the law is not an excuse. That's actually a maxim of law. Um so an exchange of virtual currency shall be treated as this such exchange where an exchange of real property under this section um there's a clerical amendment also the table of parts for part 3 of the subsection o of chapter a of such code is amended by striking exchange of real property and inserting exchange of certain property that hey that that they're changing like what movie is that what movie is that i think it's inception where no. Nah, if anyone's ever seen Doctor Strange, the movie, Doc, was it Doctor Strange? I oh, have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, remember on that movie how he was manipulating reality and making buildings pop up, go in, fold out, fold in? Man, that's that's think of a Rubik's cube. Think of you taking something yeah. out and play. Man, that's what they. I don't know, man. I don't know the way I'm seeing this shit in my head, bro. It's it's crazy because I'm seeing. It. They're redefining what a bank is, basically. And and and, and, and it's so cold because. Man, man, it's cold. This, this family. Learn law. Learn law. I can't say this no more. Learn law. Learn, learn how these systems that are in play that govern us. This is what govern us, family, whether you know it or not. I, I, I hear a lot of people say, especially um people within my demographic, such as the government shutdown. That shit don't affect me, or uh, a recession in the market. That shit don't affect me. I ain't got nothing to shit. When, when, when the, the rich people was fucked up, it didn't affect me. Let me tell you about a trickle down effect. Right? You can say it didn't affect you, but I remember not too long ago, we used to be able to get four bags of chips for $1. If that didn't affect every single person living within the United States, I don't know what did. Once again, I used to be able to get four bags of chips for a dollar. That's a trickle down effect of an economic crash, family. Trickle down. It affects everybody. So. When we see these changes being made to our commercial system through the use of blockchain and cryptocurrencies, for you to not get a comprehension level of what's going on, to my, it, we're living in ignorance exactly how we were raised to live in ignorance of how the Federal Reserve note and how the reserve system acted for us. We had no comprehension of commercial laws or commercial moving in a commercial sense operating in your public and private capacity. We had no comprehension level of that. Now, what's going on? They're changing everything over. I suggest you get your children incorporated with this and have them understand and comprehend what's going on because everything is changing, family. It's, it's going to change under your nose and you're not going to get it. Um, Moving right along, we've got about eight minutes left. Um, They're going into, okay, clerical amendment. Uh, okay, so they're changing it from real property to certain property. Effective date. The amendments made by this section shall apply. Pay attention to this, though. This shall apply to exchanges made on or after January 1st, 2017. So that is um, when they put a law in it, acts in retro, right? Is that the the correct word? Um, Okay, right. Meaning it's going to go back and affect everything previously to the law actually being enacted. Section nine. And I'm sort of familiar with that from being in and out of the penal system here when being incarcerated, there were certain laws that people were looking to be enacted. And we were hoping and wishing that, you know, it would go back and catch those of us who may have been convicted before the law was passed. So I'm, I'm familiar with certain things like that just from having personal experiences with law. Um, section 9, Gain from Sale or Exchange of Virtual Currency, Part 3 of Subsection B of Chapter 1 of the Eternal Revenue Code of 1986 is amended by inserting after Section 139. The following new section. Ah, now we're adding sections. Section 139G, Gain from Sale or Exchange of Virtual Currency in general. Gr- pay attention, family. Man, I want to get all this. Gross income shall not include gain from sale or exchange of virtual currency. Gain income shall not include gain from sale or exchange of virtual currency, as defined under Section 408M, for other than cash or cash equivalents. B. Limitation. In general, the amount of gain excluded from gross income under Section A with respect to a sale or exchange of virtual currency shall not exceed $600, Federal Reserve notes. Two, aggregation rule. For purpose of this subsection, all sales or exchanges, which are part of the same transaction or a series of related transactions, shall be treated as one sale or exchange. C. Inflation adjustment. I hope y'all catch this because I only got five minutes left and I want to get through it. In case of any taxable year beginning in a calendar year after 2018, the dollar amount in subsection B shall be increased by an amount equal to $1. Such dollar amount multiplied by the cost of living adjustment determined under Section 1F3 for the calendar year in which the taxable year begins. Determined by substituting calendar year 2017, peep this, they're going back in time, for calendar year 2016. In subparagraph A 2 thereof, an increase determined amount, excuse me, an increase determined under the preceding sentence shall be rounded to the nearest multiple of 50 bucks. I don't think they get anything. that was just. Eh, I hope. I hope he is. Let me not even. Let me not even do that because I. I know we have some very comprehensible people out there. Let me not even say that. Um, when I speak, family, I'm really speaking from my own point of view and how ignorant I was once to the terminology of how I'm speaking right now. So nothing personal. I'm speaking really at myself. Um, B. Clerical amendment. The table of sections for Part Three of Subsection B of Section One of such code is amended by inserting after the term relating to Subsection 139F the following new item. Section 139G, Grain from the Exchange, Grain, Gain from Sale or Exchange of Virtual Currency. C, Reporting of Gains or Losses, the Secretary of Treasury shall issue regulations providing for information returns on transactions in virtual currency as defined under Section four hundred one, 408M. Of the eternal revenue code for which gain or loss is recognized. So they saying the Secretary of the Treasury shall issue regulations providing the act. And then effective date, the amendments by this shall apply with respect to transactions entered in or on about January first, twenty seventeen. Family, that was the bill, the act, the token taxonomy act. Um we got about three minutes left. Any questions, any comments? Um, family, if y'all can please share this out. Please can with me and Brother Duncan get some love and light from the family. Can we get some some thumbs up? Yeah, some hearts.
1: Much, much appreciated. Much appreciated.
0: Hey, this was this right here. For those that were here to catch the whole thing, we went through a lot, man. We went through a lot. Do we got any questions? Um, Brother Duncan, are you uh able to stay over for any type of questions or comments that we may have? Sure. Okay, so family, what we're gonna do is for the new money matrix podcast, I'm gonna end this now and I'm gonna re-record. I'm going to start recording once again to pick up the questions and comments that we're going to go into. This is going to be the, I did the prelude. This is the actual token taxonomy. Now we're going to do, I I think it's the exclude or something like that. But I'm going to end this now. I'm going to come back in and record once again.